Hello? One? Two? Is this thing on? Great. What's up? I'm Powerfuse, a retired goblin sapper in Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Someone paid me to tell you about this channel, Arclight Insights, and I never say no to money. These guys have podcasts, guides, interviews, PvP tournaments, you name it. <laughs> You've got what you need here. All those marvelous creations are engineered by the folks at the explosive Prisoners of War Guild. So, if you like their mumbo-jumbo, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I did. I might even like it. Well, gotta go. Time is money, friend. Keep it real. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Nice to have you back here again. Very nice to see all these familiar faces. Whoa, let's go. <laughs> uh, all these familiar faces in chat. And uh, thank you very much for coming out and supporting us. And uh, today I have the pleasure to be here with uh, Gora and uh, Trixie. Thank you guys for the warm reception. Uh, Gora will be the main host today. And this will be one of the best podcasts yet. So, Gora, uh, kick us in. What are we going to do here today? Hello and welcome, everyone, to Arclight Insights uh, live podcast. This is episode 18. And as Spanner said, we have Spanner, of course, here uh, streaming for us live Hello. on Twitch. And we're also joined by Trixie. Uh, Hello. Trixie will definitely be doing a lot of talking today for a reason we'll soon explain. Uh, how are you going, Trixie? Pretty good. Uh we got, we're very excited for everything we got to go through today. So, uh, yeah, no, it's been a good week, and the week just continues to get better. Spanner, how's your week? Yeah, it was a good week. Try not to talk much about work, but it was a, a in terms of the game, it was a kind of a roller coaster. Uh, there was moments uh, of uh, probably disappointment, and uh, but I think we end up on a very big high with some stuff that came up which we will address in the podcast so if you are here good on you because this will be definitely an interesting one so gora what what we're we going to be doing today then all right so first off we'll be finishing off the last patch notes but then we'll be going through the new patch notes that dropped uh like well actually technically they haven't dropped yet by blizzard but uh, we have first chance to share the new information. And Trixie currently being on iOS, once Apple is better than Android, he has access. Uh, this is some of the reason why the Android players don't have access at the moment. We're not sure what happened uh, with the update uh, from Blizzard, seeing it's now nighttime in America and the weekend. So hopefully they'll be on top of this when they get back in the office. At least we have Trixie to be able to run through everything and show us what's going on. Correct, correct. So this is get uh, don't get used to it. iOS is supposed to suffer always a bit more, so don't think that you're mm -hmm. gonna have this privilege very often. So, <laughs> Trixie, do you want to give us a bit of um, just a tease of what's coming in the second part of the podcast? Well, we have changes to PvP, which is always scary with, you know, a lot of the better PvP players out there. So we have some interesting changes to PvP, many new talents, some talent revisions, and something new for the Beast Group. So very, very excited and a lot to go over today. 
is for sure. By the way, I just want to say congratulations to Exit. I can see Exit is in chat right now. So congratulations on being the second player in the world to beat Onyxia. So very nice to see the the two Onyxia layers here in chat with us uh, right now. I was just going to say, and uh, Exit, once again, proving that Randy is probably the best leader, especially for the Onyxia fight. Yeah. Solidifying his uh, crown there in that department. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you guys missed it, there is an, a video on our YouTube. Salvation is nigh. Oh. That salvation <laughs> has a name. Blackrock! There you are. By the way, Toasty and Tap couldn't quite make it uh, today, but uh, hopefully we'll get them soon on the on um, the next podcast, hopefully. Uh, at least Tap. Toasty has been a bit uh, a bit more absent, but it's completely justifiable um, because he's in another country and the time the hours are a bit weird for him to be to make the podcast. So, regarding the leaders there, uh, Gora, do you want to kick us off with the changes, uh, 0.9.3? Uh, yep, yeah. okay, so we went through the top part of the changes la last fortnight, which we missed last week. So the leaders changes, so we have a change for Baron Revendare. Default Valor slot is now unbound, change from fast. I think that fits a lot better with his uh, playstyle and his design. So that Valor slot would be the top right one, which is the third Valor slot you're unlocked while playing. Uh, there's quite a lot of uh, Undead Family Unbound, so that's definitely good. Um, okay, new leader ability, Earth and Might. Your other Horde troops have a 20% health increase. So that definitely is focusing him to have a lot more Horde minis in his build. Uh, I can see maybe Org Mage being a lot stronger there because he the old mage already has quite a lot of high health pool. Right. Stonehoof as well is already very very uh oh, hard yes. to kill. Yes, Stonehoof Torrent. That's gonna be problematic, I think. We might see some more play from Stonehoof Torrent. Uh Chalgar, uh new leader ability, Spirit Tangle. Minis in your hand share the same cost. And then there's the developers note about this. This ability separates costs and minis into two different piles. Played minis will place their base cost to the bottom of the cost pile, and the mini itself will be placed on the bottom of the mini pile. At any given time, you're presented with four minis to play that all have the same cost. Sometimes you'll be able to play a Molten Giant for one gold, or sometimes you'll play a Kobold for six. Embrace the chaos. Uh, so we've had a chance to play around with this now for a while. A little bit. Uh, what do you guys think of the change, Spanner? Personally, uh, I didn't spend too much time with it. Uh, I'm sure there will be someone out there that will make some viable builds with it. I didn't find anything spectacular, to be honest. Um, uh, Spanner, I think you're muted. Uh, no, I'm not. Can you hear me now? Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I apologize. Apologize, guys. Yeah, there we go. Right, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, I think he was coming off. You're muted in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the stream. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Oh, by the way, I I am uh, showing my screen on uh, for you guys as well to follow on Streamlabs. Uh, the host here, so it's easier for you probably to keep up with the uh, real time. Uh, anyway, so sorry about that. Yeah, I uh, I muted myself in one location. <laughs> Apologies. So as I was saying. I'm going to repeat it again so Gora and Trixie know what I was saying. I haven't seen any 
decks that are extremely strong yet by using these new Chalga mechanics. I haven't spent too much time myself on it. Uh, I'm sure somebody will make something really good, but I, I'm gonna be honest, I, I wasn't impressed by what I've seen. Uh, I think probably the idea there is for you to overspend in slower parts of the fights, some sort of downtime, and then be able to uh, double down with a lot of uh, units together at a cheaper cost than they should. Uh, I can see this working in some situations, but I think the for me the inconsistency of the cost, it makes it really hard for me to plan it ahead. So for my playstyle, it doesn't work very well, but if there's anyone in chat or another one of the hosts that found success with uh, success with it, let me know, please. And by the way, uh, people following the stream, the viewers, give us a thumbs up or down regarding the changes. Let us know if you if you are happy with them or not as we speak about it. What about you, Trixie? Did you have some playtime with Chalga there? Yeah, I've tried her a lot in a couple of matches, but a lot of her in PvP. It feels... This is going to be very silly to say out loud, but inconsistently consistent. Mm. If it, it feels like she's meant to be played almost in a weird rush way, because I can get, oh, I can drop a Molten Giant, an Abomination, a Huntress, all for like four gold. And now you have this super big wave, so they have to deal with that or drop several spells. But now I'm playing two Raptors for six gold apiece. So it feels like it's more drop a bunch of big stuff and hope they can't deal with it. And then not so much a constant flow of just random cost units. I don't know if if there's a certain formula for units to play on her, but she's she's fun, definitely. But very hard to play around and hard to play with. Yeah, exactly. Like, it feels is just corroborating what I said a minute ago. It's extremely hard to plan your gold management when you're not always 100% sure of the cost of what's coming ahead. Uh, and you, Gora, did you play with Chalga yourself? Uh, yeah, I've played with her. I messed around a little bit. Didn't really gel with her yet. Um, didn't find the right build. I guess if you find have a good build and then you learn the nuance of it, it will be strong. But I think it will mm -hmm. be a niche taste, so to say. Okay. Uh, earlier there, Soul River gave us a little tip there to try to uh, don't play the Cobalt, so you always have that unit there at hand. Not quite sure if... Um... No, um, Jean Charcoutier, you haven't missed the big news yet, so uh, we are finishing the content patch information that we didn't have time to do in the previous podcast. And once we are done, we will drop some bombs out there that 99.9% .9 of the community doesn't know yet about the game. So you didn't miss it yet. We will try to don't take too long in this initial part because I know that some of you cannot wait for the uh, the news to come. Um, so, uh, Trixie, uh, do you want to carry on there from Gromash or how you guys want to do it? Yeah, uh, I, can, I can read Gromash's if you want. There's a final change to Chalgar as well, just quickly. Uh, oh, okay. So the default Phallus slot is now fast. Change from Bombard. Mm. Brilliant change. Bombard, there was four minis to choose from. Um, there's quite a few fast beast minis, so definitely fits the Chalgar um, leader a lot definitely. better. Yeah. All right, Trixie. <laughs> All right. 
So we, for Gramash, damage has been increased to 220 from 130. Health has been reduced to 1,040 from 1,400. Attack speed has been increased to 1.3 from 1.5. The Blood Rage Talent is now Savage Strikes, which he deals double damage to enemies below 50% health. Super big increase in damage. Yeah. I believe... A little, little bit squishier, but it hits a lot faster. I believe there was a bug in with Savage Strikes, which was kind of doing ridiculous amount of damage, and I think they... Uh, they actually hotfixed the, that situation there. I hope I'm correct in what I'm saying. I uh, believe they have. Hmm. Well, moving on to Maeve. Ma okay, I'll go for it. Maeve Shadow Song. Uh, Shadow Step now has a 5 second cooldown. So not a fantastic uh, change there. So uh, Big, big changes. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to develop on it? I, I don't think there's much more to add on that. <laughs> in terms of the easier ones. Okay. In terms of need, uh, the cost has been reduced to five from six. Health has been reduced. Uh, the leader ability now gives one gold instead of two, but in now you also get from meeting stones. Uh, the the gold from meeting stones was now added as well. Uh, Self-destruct talent has been changed to pillage. Pillage increases gold earned from Sneed before grid by one. So basically, it reverts to what it was before, at the cost of you having to spend the talent, but you have the benefit of now getting uh, extra gold um, from meeting stones as well. So it is a sort of a buff, but at the cost of a talent slot. Uh, and that's it. I, I... Yeah, go on. I like this change. It actually makes Sneed viable on every map now, not yeah. just maps with towers. Yeah. Uh, it fixes that problem where Sneed was either great on a tower uh, map with a lot of towers and terrible with no towers. So, a very nice change. Okay. All right, we'll move on to troops, uh, the normal minis. Uh, Abomination now hooks ranged enemies into his sleeve range. Uh, Abomination will now deploy faster and will no longer stun enemies from crashing onto the battlefield. Uh, the crashing onto the battlefield change is normally not very useful because he's a high cost, six gold cost tank, and you normally want him to be in the front tanking. So the stun was very limited use, I would say. Yeah. The new range enemies into his cleave range is extremely powerful. Yeah. It's and the cooldown seems to be extremely low in terms of how often you can use that ability. About but five seconds? I, I'm i not sure because I, I I was using a Necromancer and it was literally just uh, pulling everything towards him. And uh, it was so quick. It's like as soon as he killed one, he was uh, pulling the other one immediately. So I'm not quite sure what is the cooldown there, but it seems extremely fast to me. Almost to the level Maybe. of as soon as possible, he does the next one. Yeah, Trixie? Um, I don't know if it's a change from the most recently or something, but he was pulling melee units in as well. Yeah, I saw so, that as well. Yeah. So I, I wonder if that's a recent change or if it's just, oh, something's not next to the abomination? Let's fix that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if they called it the... Uh, 
ranged units based on distance or based on the trait ranged. I'm not sure how they did that. But I also witnessed uh, regular melee units uh, being um, pulled to him. And I think Soul River is also confirming that. Yeah, Abomination pulls Skeleton's tank of five-man party, so... Yeah. There we go. Alright, next one. Uh, Angry Chickens. Probably one of the least uh, played units. And also... Pretty much uh, everyone said chickens was one of the most useless minis. So uh, they've <laughs> increased the damage from 35 to 40. Attack speed is being increased from uh, 1.0 to 1.3. Uh, move speed is now classified as fast from medium fast. And a talent change. Boss chicken talent has been changed to Snackrifice. New talent, Snackrifice. Nearby beast allies can consume a chicken to heal themselves. Uh, this was a community suggested char talent yeah. and they've put it into the game so yeah. there's proof that the developers are reading and looking at our suggestions and taking them on board so that's great to see um well, sure you give I've played around with this talent a little bit uh there was a bug with it but uh, regardless of the bug, it does seem quite good. Running raptors and chickens together with cheat death is fun. Um, I just wanted to point out, I don't believe that all the changes were positive there. Because I think attack speed has been increased to 1 from 1.3. I uh, Can someone confirm? Is this faster that, that or slower? That makes the attack quicker. It makes yeah, it attack quicker. Right. Okay, okay, alright. It's good that you clarify yeah. that because... Uh, Probably some people like me, they wouldn't be 100% sure if that was the case. Okay. Yeah, so for with stuff like this, the lower the attack speed, the better it is. Okay. That's basically the time between each bop. Okay. Because when they say the attack speed has been increased, you could kind of get confused there with the with the wording. But it's good that you clarify that. Really? Yeah, it's so, one of those weird things. You No matter how you word it, it's going to sound bad. Yeah, so it is. It was buffs all all across the board there. Then with the chickens, yeah. okay. Uh, okay, so arcane blast. Uh, there's finally been a change here, which I think Gino would definitely be happy to hear about. Uh, the arcane power talent now starts at three gold, ascending instead of starting at four gold and descending. So how it used to work was, well, base level arcane blast. Uh, starts at one gold, does low damage, and then you can cast it again for two gold cost, but it does double damage. And then double that damage again for a three gold cast, and then double again for a four gold cast, and then it's finished with. So the fourth cast is really, really strong. What the old talent used to do was start at a four gold, and then go down to three gold, and then halve the damage, making this a instant kill high damaging spell which is very had no counter basically mm -hmm. uh so this change makes it so it costs seven gold you're still getting high damage but if you see the first cast card go off it's less likely to kill every mini nearly except for the tanks and it gives you time to heal cheat death um something like that holy nova yeah with the resist trait you know it's going to heal the mini back up plus provide spell resistance for the uh, second cast so great uh, change to see here and i think we'll have to just play more around with the talent and see how it is i haven't done this one personally spanner trixie 
No, I've been keeping with the other talent. I don't. I don't use arcane blast at all. I have a PTSD about the talent, so I don't use it. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> I dislike it so much that I stop using the the spell completely. This definitely makes people use it less in PvP. I've noticed, especially since now it's such a big investment. It's a lot more niche use. It's better for clearing. You know, a wave of units, but for the big ones, it was one shotting before. It no longer does. It's a. I definitely a very, very interesting change. I definitely uh, saw much less use. I don't know if it's because of the discovery of other meta combinations with the minis, or if people simply just don't find it overpowered enough to use. And then there was a bug fix as well with arcane blast talents, uh, not using base spell damage. Uh, Blizzard, uh, Lasting Winter talent has been changed to Frozen Fortress. The new talent, Frozen Fortress, Blizzard also covers your base regardless of the cast location of the primary Blizzard. Mm. Uh, this makes Blizzard a stronger choice for defending against Unbound mm -hmm. Barrack Spam, which is good to see. Yeah. Spanner, Trixie, thoughts on this one? I honestly haven't used it. I've still been using the other talent that roots stuff in place. Yeah, I um, I use it. It's not as effective as one would think against Unbound because people, uh, they are not really placing the Unbounds right on top of the towers. Like, they are starting to... Uh, I start to see people putting the well pegs, like, really far and skeleton parties. So, it's still going to be useful. Like, it, it will hit Earth Elementals... Quillbore, the occasional uh, skeleton party units and all that, but it's not like completely game-breaking for the Unbounds. They can still wreck you. Uh, but I've, obviously this is a very strong uh, spell, especially if you are getting hit on two fronts uh, in the middle of the battlefield and close to your tower. So you can pretty much deal with both of these different pushes in different locations. Uh, but I believe that there is still a bug uh, with the the one the talent that uh, Trixie is using is it Colts Colts I forgot the name um, of the other talent but I think there is still a bug because not only freezes units in place but I think it lasts ten seconds instead of five so correct me if I'm wrong I don't remember off the top of my yeah. head I wonder if that's been fixed by now yeah or or somebody yeah. can let me know yeah. Yeah, there was a bug well, with it lasting 10 seconds and also freezing. Let me go test that real quick. Mm. So if somebody right. if uh, somebody in chat knows for sure if it was fixed, please let us know. Thank you. I know Fields, he will. Mm. <laughs> um, if not, I'll let you know in a second. I'm just, my phone is currently a brick of lava, so it's running a little slow. Um, okay, so I would the, with the Blizzard new talent there, um, the first thing I thought of when I uh, saw it in action, uh, a lot of the Blizzard is actually taken up by your barracks, and the barracks is uh, unable to have any mini spawned within it. So effectively the Blizzard spell area of effect is reduced, because it can't obviously have the minis in the center of it. So I would like to see a... Uh, uh, radius increase of the blizzard spell when cast on your base um, just so it covers a little bit more and is a little bit more effective personally but 
that will help for sure. See how it plays out. By the way, Trixie, um, Soul River. I don't know if you saw that Soul River confirmed that the bug is not fixed yet. So just so you. Nice. Just so, so Cold Snap continues to be very good then. Yeah, yeah, he it's should. He yeah. should. He should so, do the same damage here, but. Um... Yeah, Fieldsy just saying it lasts ten seconds, mm. but it's the same damage overall, I think, and that's okay. correct from the old spell. Uh, the old and that's insane. That if it, I wonder if it still roots them for the ten seconds. No, right? three seconds. Uh, I don't think he does. No. He just he does three seconds and then he remains there for seven more. But they are able to move after that. Um, all right, we'll move along. So chain lightning, uh, probably one of the least used spells. Um, that's also deals just direct damage. Uh, the damage has been increased from 140 to 150. Sounds like a small change, but this has big impacts because it now kills a lot more minis. Yeah, and um, I think it kills harpies now. Harpies. Uh, well pegs, but I think it did that before anyway. Well pegs. Um, sp is it spiderlings now? Uh, people in chat, let us know about any more minis that now can be killed that weren't before. And we will... Uh... Uh, one thing to take in consideration is the exponential growth. Because uh, every level you get 10% uh, more damage on the previous level. So if this, this little change of 140 to 150 has massive impact in the way that the spell levels because of the exponential growth. So, yeah. <laughs> so this seems like very small, but it is not small at all. It makes a big, big difference in the meta. And uh, I have seen people now using chain lighting way more in PvP since the change. And so a quick uh, addendum. I just double-checked on the f um, to see if the newest patch had changed anything. The cold snap is still going for 10 seconds and it's freezing them in place for the whole 10 seconds. Oh, is it? Yeah, I oh. just dropped it on a couple uh field or a field fieldman, the footmen, and they just sat there, just died slowly over 10 seconds. Oh, wow, okay, there we go. Okay, Blizzard would be broken for the uh, are you, sh are you sure it's not bit. because uh, are you sure it's not because they are alliance so they would be dumb. And didn't didn't know what to do. <laughs> it, it, it's cold. We have to stop moving, guys. Just huddle up for warmth. Uh, All right, moving on quickly um, because I know everyone's hanging out for this GC new news, <laughs> the old news, the old patch. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, Corehounds uh, health has been reduced to uh, one thousand four hundred twenty, down from one thousand five hundred twenty. So a slight nerf there, and the guard. Dog talent has been updated to only work near friendly bases, towers, and meeting stones. So it works as it, the talent name sounds now. Mm -hmm. um, that's really good, and they will no longer be like four shotting enemy bar uh, towers and near uh, probably what eight shotting the barracks. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fire hammer, blazing speed talent will now reset out as combat as intended. Nice flame waker. Um, Heatwave talent damage has been reduced to 20% from 30%. Again, another nerf here. Um, Flame Maker still does insane amount of damage, regardless of that talent being on or off. Um, Gargoyle has been basically redesigned. Um, so he is now a flying siege unit and will no longer attack minis. 
His damage has been increased from 120 to 300. Remember, he only hits buildings and uh, PvE bosses now. Health has been increased from 840 to 1300. And the wing buffer talent has um, now increases movement speed by 33%, changed from every other attack is a cleave attack because there's only one building ever at the same location. Um, he is a flying tank of death and doom to any building standing in your way. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the best way to sum this up. For sure, this is. I think this this got to be the most uh, impactful change in terms of the regular uh, units in the game. Uh, Gargoyle is now basically featured in the vast majority of the PvP builds. Um, I think this needs a tuning. I think uh, instead of 300 base damage should be like 240, maybe double what it was. I think take it down a notch, maybe 20%. I think it's too yeah. strong. Probably Fields is going to hate me for saying this, but um, I think Gargoyle, they went a bit over the top because it's ha it has too much health for the amount of damage it does. So if anyone disagrees, by the way, guys, I have done a poll uh, with members of the guild and one of the questions was if what they thought about Gargoyle and 100% of the people that responded said that uh, it needs a nerf. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think currently in PvP level 1v level 1, the Gargoyle 4 hits a uh, tower. Yeah. I think yeah. it 3 um, hits... I think it three hits the middle towers. I don't know how many times it needs to hit barracks to kill it. I think it's about six, mm. maybe. Mm. Um, I did see somebody uh, from the guild post a video of running the speed, the movement speed talent on the gargoyle with uh, Gromosh to give it bloodlust. Uh, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> the tower just melted nearly instantly. Wow. So now to give uh, a, give a, maybe give a Gora a break there because he probably needs a. Thanks, <laughs> just Anna. Constantly talking. There. I'll take over and then Trixie a bit more, <clears throat> and then Gora will finish it. Oh, so, yeah. uh, null brute, null brute, extended chain talent now increases melee attack range by two from one. So uses uses for this talent is so the null brute can initiate the attack a bit earlier, which will probably help him to win a few extra trades. Uh, the other use is, for example, if uh, Chalga is rooting enemies, uh, and I'm not sure, sometimes they, I notice sometimes they can attack, sometimes they can't when they are rooted, but um, it might help the Null Brute uh, in some situations to be able to hit the opponent without being hit himself by virtue of that range. Uh, Harpy's a big nerf there, still Still used quite a lot. Um, health has been reduced to 150 from uh, 170. Uh, it looks small, but it makes a big difference with things like chain lighting, like we mentioned earlier. Damage has been reduced to 140 from 150. Attack speed has been increased to 1.2 from 1.3, so slightly faster. And fixed the bug causing the Trinket Collector's talent range to do not match the Harpy's default attack range. So, I wasn't aware of this initially, but, you know, I don't think... Since it's fixed now, it's not a big deal. Let's not expand on it. 
Um, but yeah, uh, harpies, oh. harpies. Yeah, go on, mate. I'll take over for after we get into harpies through the rest of the units. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so um, they are still very, very used uh, in PvP, but I definitely saw a little bit of a reduction of the harpies appearing in the decks. Uh, they used to be considered like an S plus tier unit. Uh, I think it went a little bit down the tier list, but it's still a very, very viable unit, and I'm sure we will be seeing harpies played still quite a lot. Yeah, harpies are especially with um, something to bring up later. But I think harpies are going to be very scary. Um, anyway, holy nova, small change. Damage has been increased to one hundred and fifty from one hundred and forty. Nothing really much to expand on there. The new prowler. Yeah, the, the the prowler now dashes to targets to close the gap. Makes prowler a much much stronger choice, especially in that beast category. It's a very fast jump. Um, Raptors. Raptors have been redesigned and now function like the Arcane Blast. First tap, one cost to summon one Raptor. Second, two cost, two Raptors. And on your third tap, three cost, three Raptors. And they've gained the trait of Cycle. Really, really big fan, honestly, of the new Raptors, especially with the talent that gives them more damage the more Raptors there are nearby. It really, really makes them just, you know, it feels like just a swarm of Raptors more susceptible to AoE like always but if you're down a spell or a flame waker I've seen these just decimate bots especially with a cheap death talent Warsong Grunts have oh, I was some just going to say oh, Trixie uh, one of the guild members was doing a dungeon and he had the summon two raptors um, buff when playing a beast mini uh, it was hilarious to watch you had so many raptors on the screen this way oh I didn't even think about that uh, so it was six raptors from the spell uh, casting the spell and then another six from um the three different lots of summons so 12 raptors basically uh, instantly spawn i i have included this uh, video in the part one of the content patch so uh, if you guys want to see the video it's available on uh, youtube neat mm. Now we are over to Warsong Runs, who I don't even think I've actually used them once, but squad side has been reduced to 2 from 4, health has been increased to 1620 from 760, and damage has been reduced to 70 from 90, and the blood pack talent now lasts forever. Um, some small changes, I, I haven't played with them enough to really have a good opinion on them, but I still do not see them much, so I'm not sure what they're looking to do with these. So regarding the campaign user interface accessibility, is it um, anything there you guys want to mention, or or is? Um, well, I was just going to say, Warsong Grunts actually do have mm. a like niche playstyle now. They're not just a glass cannon footman. Um, they definitely will fit into a few more. It actually fit into builds now, I think, which is really nice to see. Yeah. Uh, campaign. Let's see. Um, I think really just a few bits of tuning. Um, uh, fixed the, a few issues. The, the, the off-screen indicators are worth mentioning because they are uh, very present in when you are playing the game. So now you can see things off-screen when units spawn, um, which will help people 
I, I think it's a bit unnecessary. I prefer where they were not there because then it means that you, your skill of zooming around the map will come into play. But you know, if it's I, if I, press, yeah. I like it, it that yeah. will just make it more user friendly for general audience, um, oh. and it will help. Like it still it still flashes up, so you can still miss it if you're like tunneled vision onto your like mini lineup at the bottom of the screen it's just a nice indicator to show that there's some action at least being played if you see the little icon like come up and disappear okay it's warning of, something's it's, happening yeah it's it tells you the mini but if you miss that at least it tells you to check the map okay and i think another one worth mentioning which is um, like a quality of life mixed with helping fury crafting it's uh now you can actually see the different stats of Rand and his mount give, and the same happens with the mountaineer and the bear. So you can see exactly how much health one has or damage compared to the other. Um, this wasn't available before, so now it's way more clear when you check the units. And um, yeah, is there anything you guys want to uh, mention about the patch before we moving ahead to the juicy bits? Nope, uh, good. I think we've tortured them enough with words. Yeah, we have. <laughs> Let's show them more exciting words. All right, so I'm going to have to be careful here to don't scroll too fast. Uh, so, Trixie, I think you are the ideal... <laughs> Trixie, you... <laughs> Trixie, you are the ideal Hello. person to explain what's going on here. There's something on the screen already, which is a little screenshot from a part of the... Um, patch information that you get there. Wow, wow, is very nice. Would you like me to read it, or do you more or less want me to uh, extrapolate? You, uh, you can, you can read it if you have it in front of you, and then expand and uh, let us know how we got access to this information already, and then we go from there. All right, so get ready to rumble with other players in our PvP update. Arclight Rumble's PvP system leverages many maps, towers, and modifiers to tumble the meta and keep players on their toes. Update 0.9.4 also features a new collectible beast leader, Old Murkai, coins awarded from pl gaining player levels, and more. Okay. So... So what happened there? Like you have iOS, you you have this already in place. Uh, we can't. That is right. I... Yeah, go on. I was just say yeah. I uh, got a notification that said test flight was had an update, and I was very uh, surprised to see an update out of nowhere like this. This was very exciting. Yeah. So sadly, uh, myself and Gora, we can't even log into the game, and he's having updates. So you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very good that he is because allows us to keep scrolling and bring some really cool stuff going on. So, Gora, what do we have here in terms of the PvP info, PvP updates? All right, so we have a test season one, which ends on November the 12th. Um, I think it's every... negative one. I think we're in the negative <laughs> still. <laughs> so the... I think season zero would start on maybe the 12th. Maybe they're planning something yeah. on that too. 
Okay. <laughs> um, so every every minute ticking down that Android players can't play is less for us to participate in this new season. Okay. Um, so uh, I think Fields is going to break down and cry at this point. Um, so earn honor with you, uh, for your leaders by winning PvP matches with them. The honor from your three highest leaders is combined to define your season honor, which determines your PvP rank. Uh, again, Fields, you will have to learn to play more than just rent. Um, uh, honor scores will be reset each season for leaders above 4,000 honor. Every two weeks, the PvP arena will change either the map, points of interest, or modifier, which we'll explain in the next slide. Uh, so, from my current understanding, the honor resetting for your leaders above 4,000 is to make sure that you can't just go into the next season with the same leaders and maxed out on their honor mm. levels. Uh, so you need to replay them to get their honor level back up, which is good to see, I think. And it might also incentivize players to try different leaders too. Yeah, for sure. All right, Spanner, if we scroll down. Yep, let's do it. Okay. I have to be very careful so I don't show everything in one go. All right, so here we see the new PvP uh, pop-up screen when you click on your PvP button. So it's similar to the dungeon modifiers, but it's selected by Blizzard, not you. Uh, so on the left, top left, we have the map. Uh, in the middle, um, we have a modified tower, and top right, we have modified like unit behavior, which this week is all right one. yes scroll i saw again, spanner. sadly i don't have the oh, okay. the other one no yeah all right um so the map is hildbrid foothills which is a new pvp map and is a unique map as far as i can see in the game made especially Correct. for pvp uh the rocket towers aren't as do as much damage as they do in the arc like surge or on that special gasloid map uh, they do still do aoe damage so players might be more incentivized to run high health minis on uh, when the rocket towers are in play and the if you scroll up against spanner the leader one was each time you play your leader they gain one level uh, this might be especially powerful for a leader like Hogger, where he already gets more powerful for being played. Mm. Exactly. Any low cost, yeah. Um, so what are you guys thinking so far? Let us know in the comments there. Join the conversation. I'm, uh, we're getting some comments already. Uh, I've been trying to put them on the screen. Uh, let's start just just give people a chance to also interact here rather than we just spit everything in one go if you scroll down slightly spanner so the whole screenshots on screen there yes sir um yep. while the comments come in uh in the bottom part of the screen here we can see trixie's played a little bit of pvp he's played the new leader uh, old murkai uh, and it's got a few wins, and Old Murkai now has 420 honor to that leader. 
and the next leader is Chalga with 90, so maybe one win, Trixie? Mm -hmm. I believe so when I took this screenshot. Okay, and then you can see that Baron and uh, Thalnos don't have any honor because Trixie hasn't played any matches with them yet. And you can see there that the 420 and 90 X uh, honor levels is now combined to make honor level 510. Yeah. And uh, Little Spark, I'm guessing, is the rank one name there. Uh, astute observers uh, of the little information button in the top right is the um, information about season minus one, as Trixie put it. Uh, and then to the left of the 510 on a level bar that is like filling up is the rewards page, which we'll show. Which we'll show. A bit. So just before uh, we move to. Yeah, go on, mate. So I was going to say, just to, you do have to win to get, from what I've noticed, to get your level to go up. You don't just. You don't, you don't get like one point just, oh, you played a match. Here's at least one pity point. No, you actually. You don't have to win. Yeah, I was about to ask if uh, what what do you get for for losses? Yeah, so um, you need experience. Do you, do you, uh, go down on a levels when you lose, Trixie? Um, I do not believe so. Let me go jump into a match and okay. and forfeit and see what happens. Okay, there we go. Okay, all right. I I think I would think before because you don't get anything when you lose. I think. I don't know. I f I think it will be harsh for the for you to lose um, actual honor when you when you lose. I think I find it unlikely, but it's better if Trixie just tests it as he's doing it. So um, yeah, it's it's now. So just for especially people for the audio version of this podcast, uh, we are receiving very positive uh, feedback there with what we have shown so far. Uh, my lord, XTZ, uh, Mini Manlo, Fieldsy, pretty much everyone there. It's um, it's saying they liked what they see so far. A couple of things, um, uh, a couple of things people might not like. Like XTZ is not really a fan of. Uh, I believe you are referring to the to the leaders, to the three leaders. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that he, he is not a fan of people being forced to play certain things. Uh, I believe he's referring to having a combination of scores from three leaders rather than just one. But please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Soul River uh, says that I'll reserve my opinion until I understand, fully understand uh, the changes, which is fair. And uh, XHDKU, uh, hello, nice to see you here. Um, so whilst Trixie is testing there, he will let us know when he's back in. We're going to scroll down and keep on with the information. So, Gora, on the screen now, what can uh, people see? All right. Um, so we can see when we start a PvP match, um, this is what pops up. So for anyone that has beta access, Shiny Happy Jeremy is a bot that Blizzard has put in for PvP to make sure that when you search for a match we don't search for three hours without finding somebody. And you can see Trixie is playing Old Murkai and underneath Trixie's name it shows the guild name which is really nice to see. 
Uh, that's definitely going to provoke a bit of guild rival. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. so, so just checked it. Losing, you don't lose any rank yeah. at this level. I don't know. Maybe it would make sense, like you know, when you're the, the top rank, possibly. But I think it's just how high can you climb type system, not. You know, maybe when the ranked system comes out, but I don't think this consider is constituted as a ranked system. Yeah, so yeah, I had a feeling that you wouldn't lose. Uh, it, it's, it would seem a bit harsh to me, um, especially for this kind of game. Um, uh, yeah, so people are getting excited there with the... One thing is I need to start to improve my win ratio in PvPA. Since the guild name is already appearing there, I don't want to let... Thank you for uh, following Shellberg. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, I don't want to be representing the guild badly, so I need to start to be a bit more on point on those PvP games. Um, as you can see, they're starting to creep up from the screen. You have the top PvP rewards. Uh, we're going to show you all the all the way from top to bottom, and we are starting in the top. So. Uh, off stream, we were debating the Arclight Mastermind, which needs 20,000 points there. So, Trixie and Gora, what do you guys think it's actually there? Does it look like a regular tome, the ones you get in the, in the shop? What do you think? It looks like a shop tome to me. Maybe it could be a placeholder because they're like, oh, no one's going to get there for a few minutes. We have time. Mm. You know, famous last words. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, if we play, so yeah, um, I think here we go. Uh, good old grinding. Uh, Fieldsy, when you get to arc like mastermind, take note of what the reward is, please. Let us all know. See, I'm sure he'll be the first <laughs> one there. <laughs> Fieldsy is the better tester for better testers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pardon. Um, and also, just to Fieldsy's comment, um, can uh, can understand why the devs have been quiet. Such a big update. Is that meant to be can't? I think so. Yeah, um, can't. Yeah. We got first um, bite at releasing this news, which is a great privilege. So thank you to um, all the Blizzard staff for that and mm -hmm. allowing us to do this. It's great to see. Sure. Um, <clears throat> Uh, the other rewards, as far as looks on the visuals go, it looks like the apart from the top top reward, they're just normal XP times the green um, reward, uh, XP rewards. Um, if we scroll down, spanner. Yeah, one sec. I was just um, answering to Tiago there. He made the uh, he asked something in Portuguese, so I was just replying there to him. Yep. Yeah. So that's the next rank of rewards. Yep, uh, lots of looks like normal XP times um, here to yep. grind through. We go to the next one. Yep, uh, this is where it gets juicy. Okay, so for the nine thousand uh, honor reward mm -hmm. and below, it gets um, spicy. So we have the golden bound XP time books, which uh, is the blue XP level rewards, uh, which is twice as much, I believe, as the greens. Yes, it's twice as much. And 
for those who've already seen it, there is also a 300 gold reward at 7,000 honor. Mm -hmm. Just uh... So there's actually gold rewards uh, in PvP now. Uh, so if this is every two weeks, um, there's also two more gold rewards on the next page down. So that's a total of 900 extra gold every two weeks. Which should be achievable uh, by the looks of things for most players, judging on Trixie's few games that he's played of how much honor he's got. I wonder, because it's been mostly bots, I wonder if you fight players of similar rank or higher, if it gives you an increased uh, reward amount. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting here that you can see like uh, some of the bottom rewards are actually better than what's a bit above. Um, like the these tomes here, the Golden General, they are a bit better tomes than the Platinum ones immediately above, uh, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because usually the ones the ones you you have with this blue border, they give a bit less XP. Am I right, or am I just not looking at? I'm sure. I, I think you're right. Yeah, that's that's correct. If the um, yeah. XP time. Uh, model hasn't been updated or changed. All right, so if we scroll down again, Spanner, yeah. we can see the. So this uh, is a good thing. It's a it's a good thing because it means that um, they are giving realistic, um, re like useful rewards to players that cannot spend all day playing or are not particularly good at PvP, uh, and then instead of putting every single top reward at the very top. They are giving like uh, mid-range players an opportunity to be rewarded for some of the participation in the game in terms of PvP, and this is good to see. I like to see that that not every single of the best toms is at the very top of the the table there. Yeah, this is uh, really nice to see. It definitely will encourage every player to try pvp especially when they see that the first reward is only a thousand and trixie's played how many games now trixie to get that honor uh i wish i could see the amount i think maybe so i six games at a guess uh, roughly I, I just played a couple more and i just got to the the first reward just i want to see if anything like changed or popped up okay so it seems like it's pretty quick to get to the first gold reward from 300 uh which is going to entice, I think, pretty much everyone to keep going up for that next gold reward, which is only f like a four times much as much away. So great to see. Yeah. I personally, I love this. I love what I'm seeing in terms of PvP. Super exciting. Uh, my uh, mood and motivation about the game went up tenfold. Uh, seen how it was compared to the beginning of the week. I'll be honest, I was starting to get a little bit bored and not very optimistic with some of the systems in the game, especially the Valor system, which I don't particularly like, but everything I'm seeing so far in this um, iOS update there, I'm liking everything a lot. And I think the game is really going in the right direction with what I can see. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but this is how I see it right now. 
it seems like it's going in a fun direction. Like this was a this this is a change in a weird way that made me very excited. I was feeling a little stagnated with nothing really new. It was just slight changes to numbers and whatnot. But this is actually a pretty big change. Yeah, for sure. So uh, just as a extra note, um, levels have been reintroduced to PvP. So for anyone listening, I'll explain it quickly. Uh, PvP has been capped at level 1 for quite a while now to allow everyone to play on a completely even field um, apart from having a talent or not. Uh, so your base level is 1 from having the mini. Each talent that you have unlocked on that mini provides an extra level which will take you to level 4. And then Valor slots will be an extra 3 taking you to a maximum level in PvP of level 7. So you could face anyone in pvp with a level 7 leader which will make their barracks and towers be level 7 but they might play a level 1 murloc so uh it will be interesting to see now that levels have been reintroduced how this goes and valor slots are very important again so just um while we keep talking and before we reach to a bit lower there uh, in that image can you guys tell me in chat what you believe it will be the leader ability for old Mark I, the new leader in the game? So the name of the leader ability is March of the Marlocks. So you guys, you have a few seconds to speculate and let me know what you think it is, the leader ability for this um, leader, while we keep talking. So Gora there, um, you, we can see that the top right is tank. So the game is kind of nudging you to to have a tank there to support old uh, Mark I. Um, what do you think about that? And also Trixie, did you have an opportunity already to unlock some of the bottom ones? What do you think about the available traits uh, for the leader so far? Uh, yeah, I have been able to. I, I spent some honor or not valor to kind of fill out the bottom slots with what uh i felt like would be pretty decent with him i'm uh i'm i'm decently happy with what options i've uh was able to scrounge up and select he definitely is a bit of you know a, a squishy swarm of a small man <laughs> so he needs that that tank slot is is much needed for obvious reasons did you find any thing restrictive when you were allocating the bottom valor slots did you identify anything uh, instinctively that uh, you found that was restricting you of for putting a certain unit that you it came to mind straight away to complement the deck or were you able to automatically slot in what you wanted um, I was able to get a pretty decent selection there's a, a brief moment when one of them came up I was like, well, so I, it came up. I'm like, what spell would I want to run in this deck? And then I'm like, I didn't really know if I wanted to invest in a spell slot. But I'm like, oh, after playing around with him for a little bit, I'm like, oh, okay, I know exactly why he, this this guy has a spell slot. Okay. I so, think that uh, these new units are building a little bit more thoughtfully. Okay. So, Gora, do you think that tank uh, trait fits as well? What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, so what I... I've already seen, thanks to Trixie, the new leader, the tank slot is definitely a good idea here. Um, and it doesn't restrict you to trying to play the tanks from just the beast faction either, which is great to see because the beast faction tanks are definitely more uh, cheaper and lower health. Okay. 
All right. Um, All right. We have some um, great comments coming through. Um, So, Spanner, you can take over here with the names because you're really good at names. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me see. So, let's see. Uh, We are just about to show the leader ability, what it is. But let's have a look in chat and see what people believe it is, the leader uh, ability. Who was the first one? So, I can go from, from there. All right. I think it was XTZ. Invoke invoke a lot of Murlocs. Um, then we have there with the Minimanlo thinks that is when you summon a cycle unit, summons one Murloc from each tower you control. Oh, that that will be insane for sure. Um, Fieldsy believes that uh, he turns all your minis into Murlocs. Welcome. So that reminds me a bit of uh, Arfstone. Thanks for following there. Uh, oh, it's it's probably Chelberg on another account. We have Chelberg three and one now. So thanks, thanks for following on multiple accounts, whoever you are, my friend. Uh, Divulgina there thinks that gives plus two range to all your units. That's very interesting for sure. Uh, Burn Castal, I'm thinking is going to be a summoner style effect. Not sure about the conditions. Okay, and who else? came up with some i think that's it for now so gora and trixie are you ready for me to scroll down and show the leader yeah, ability i'm ready let, oh. let, let's all right let's see him. so this is an exclusive here for everyone and there you, you go are not prepared. <laughs> okay so old Merkai leader ability march of the murlocs for five seconds after deploying Summon a Murloc Tidehunter for each gold spent on other minis. That is a very, very good. Welcome. Very, very exciting. So, uh, Raptors just got changed, so we have Raptor spam. Now we have Murloc spam. And I think this is a very fitting because how many players um out there have played world of warcraft and they were leveling a human and they run into the murlocs and what happens when you run into the murlocs and you don't know anything you pull all of them (laughs) and then you die Uh, this is great this is a super nostalgia hit i think for anyone that's played wow before it's fantastic and yeah this is great (laughs) just to confirm it is three just to confirm there with the comment, the leader costs three gold to deploy. And I ju- I was just laughing at... Uh, Shelberg, thanks for subscribing. Much appreciated. And also um, Raj- Rajin a second ago. Thanks for following. Um, I couldn't stop laughing at that comment from Fieldy. My poor rent. So he's, he was, he's going to have holes in wings everywhere in his deck. Uh, pretty much. So, uh, do, what do you guys think about the cost, Agora and Trixie? Do you think this is an adequate cost? Uh, would you expect it to be a bit lower, a bit higher? What's your view on it? With I know I understand you didn't have an opportunity to play too much yet, but what's your instinct about the cost of the unit? I'll let you go first, Gora. Then I'll I'll, inter- I'll go mm-hmm. go after that. Okay. All right. So, from what I saw of Trixie playing it, I think uh, three gold cost is perfect um, for. You know, Beast Mini, they seem to be a bit cheaper, uh, a bit more cycle-based. Uh, still fits in the family of Beast Theming. Uh, brings a completely new leader flavor that no other leader really has at all. 
and the leader acts as he's as a type of Murloc Tidehunter himself, so ranged ability. Don't know if it's splash or not, or what his range is. Um, but he looks fun. Uh, he is countered by any AOE ability. Uh, Flame Waker, um, you know, definitely eats through them. Uh, any bombard unit really will be good against them. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see when he goes up against Rend, um, who wins the trade, or if it's more or less even. Yeah, I've uh, got... Trixie. Um, I'm just gonna put in some more info here so we can add some more pictures in a moment. But yeah, I like him a lot. He's very, as you can imagine, reading from that ability. You know, Murloc Tide Hunters aren't exactly strong. Uh, they don't gain bubble fields. Yeah, I sure wish they did. They're <laughs> just regular, talentless Murloc Tide Hunters. Um, they're obviously pretty fast, so. If you're going to put a tank with them, you might want to spawn him in the back and then the tank up maybe at a later tower so they have time to catch up. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, he is very squishy. It's a range unit. It does have a... It's like the Murkai you fight in the um, campaign. So he has that weird splash bounce thing. Mm -hmm. um, again, he, he is pretty squishy. So the, yeah. the weak towers that are in PvP right now are actually doing significant amount of damage to him and all the Murlocs. Cheat Death is a very good spell to run with him, you know, just for obvious reasons. He's very strong. If you can get a bunch of Raptors and the Murlocs and him out, if no one has an AoE or like a um, anything to really nuke the field with, he, your tower just melts in seconds. Yeah, I think now uh, the game is, is starting to develop to a bit more skilled aspect where now you probably want to counter this leader really really quickly because every second he is on the field alive and as you guys will see soon in the talents it will get even worse uh, the fact that he is uh, on the battlefield without dying quickly uh, every second counts so now it, this will start to reward a bit more uh, reaction time and awareness to players facing him uh, and the ability to make quick decisions to dispose of this leader quickly. Because, like, if you have Jaina on the battlefield, you want to get rid of her quickly, obviously. But uh, the impact of keeping Jaina alive a few more seconds is not nearly as destructive as old Markai, at least in my point of view. So I think now uh, timing and uh, decision-making will, will come into play way more against this type of leaders. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but this is how I see it. No, that that's fair. And then his, just so we have him, we'll, we'll probably discuss this later, but since we're just talking about him now in general, he has four traits. He comes with, obviously, he's a ranged unit, AoE, fast, and elemental. Okay, okay. Thank uh, you for letting uh, us know. Okay. I, I do not know, Fieldsy, because that would... Hmm, I have to try to find a way to test that later. That's a very good question. Especially because that's a weird interaction with one of his talents if he's not there. I'm very I'm very curious now. Okay, so yeah, Fieldsy just asked, um, if he dies straight away, do the Murloc still, spill, still spawn after five seconds? Yeah. That, so, that nothing I will be required. Yeah, I, uh, I don't see anything in the text that will prevent the Murlocs from spawning. There is no reference there that he needs to be on the battlefield. 
I think it's just a condition that happens after the deployment. Um, but we, we will see. I, I think this is very easy to test and I'm sure Trixie can provide some feedback um, in the near future. So as you guys can see here, we have the first talent. Uh, off stream, I was discussing with them. Uh, I think those icons for the talents look a little bit kind of uh, less quality than the normal icons we have in the game. I don't know if this is because the Morlocks are a bit of a more fun kind of uh, faction or or if he's a more sort of a placeholder, I guess we will see. It's a bit too cartoonish. Um, what do you guys think about the talent? Uh, if if the talent if the condition persists even after he dies, then he's super strong. Uh, if he doesn't, then what I said earlier applies. You want to get rid of him as soon as possible. Um, what do you guys think about this? Uh, let's start with Gora here, I guess. Um, do you think this talent is really good? What would you change? Let me know. So, doesn't this just double the amount of time that you have to yeah. spam out gold? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, instead of having, say, five Merlock spawn, you could get like ten. Hmm. Or you could run Harpies, collect two gold nodes, and a treasure chest within ten seconds, and then you could probably have, what, like, fifteen Merlocks out? Yeah. Maybe more? So um, yeah, there's definitely a way to get a lot out if you can plan a little ahead. This this will be interesting. So one thing that springs to mind is that old Markai will have an incredible advantage during overtime, because it will make uh, you will have so much gold there will be more looks all over the place, and once again this raises the skill cap in the game because now uh, gold acquisition in the maps becomes even more important for the for this leader. So uh, a player that is extremely skilled at contesting for gold will have a big advantage here with old Markai because he will be able to spawn more and more Marlocks with this passive ability and the talent as well. Um, anybody wants to expand, uh, Trixie, or we move to the next one, to the next talent? Um, uh, I think we can move to the next talent because that is going to bring up the question of what happens if he dies. Right, Gore, yeah, moving ahead. Yep, yep, all right, let's go. Tip of the spear. Tide hunters spawn at old Markai's location instead. So, okay, there you go. Trixie, so what, what, uh, what do we take out of this talent in terms of the previous questions here? Um, so the question is if he dies, do they just go back? to spawning at the base like usual or they just or does that imply the effect ends immediately yeah because yeah imagine that you play him uh, and you have the tip of the spear talent you play him and straight away a worgen or something kills um murkai they have no location to spawn right so does this cancel the talent and I, I, exactly like what what happened here we need to test this it's not clear. Not sure what the chat thinks will happen, but um, see what people say here. Now it's not sp uh, it's spawning at the towers without the talent, correct, Trixie? Spawning at the uh, correct. It's, it yeah. spawns at your primary base, mm -hmm. kind of like how in the dungeons you do the thing. Oh, play a beast, get a raptor. Play a this, get an undead skeleton. Similar to that. 
they kind of just flood out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we apologize if we cannot give you the 100% fully tested and accurate information. We're trying our best. But the reality is that Trixie only had access to this build uh, a few hours ago. So, it, it will be unreasonable of us to uh, um, expect him to have lots of testing time and be able to reply to every single question. But I think he did quite well for the time he had available with the information uh, able to pro- be provided there. Um, uh, yes, that's correct. He's, he, is, he is not unbound. He just has a couple talents. He is fast, though, so he moves around the map at a pretty good speed. Okay. Gora, do you want to expand here? Um, so this is a talent that I saw Trixie play with, and I think it's going to be like, okay, you see old Merkai spawn, say, in the left lane, and then you can play a few minis in the uh, right lane, and then all of a sudden old Merkai will have an army backing him up of Murlocs, <laughs> Tidehunters, um, which should be fun. Like, definitely playing into, again, like, the Beast roster where it's more split pushing with weaker units um a few comments coming through fieldsy uh, mecha will be good for oni if you can get the murlocs to spawn on e- on either side yes uh to kill the well pegs that onyxia will spawn that's definitely true mm-hmm. and yep um uh, yeah let's see so uh, Mr. My Lord asking uh, quick fast cycle teams the new meta. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess, on that one. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, How do you say Burn Burn School? Burn Castal. Yeah, he said, yeah, I'm expecting the fast wolf tank to be a core paired up um, unit. So that's the, we'll fill the tank slot that Old Merkai has. And we will provide a fast tank unit. Another one we could see is the uh, Wolf Rider and Pryla as well. Yeah, I think it makes yeah. se- it makes sense to have a fast tank there. Yeah, to the make sure tank, he's yeah. ahead of the. Otherwise, the the Morlocks will have very little protection as the tank always stays behind. So yeah, I think it's a safe assumption that people will focus on fast tanks for that slot. All right. All right. So before we, that's, I was that's say, what before I've been noticing. He's he's very hard to keep protected. Like a flame waker just really ruins your day, um, stuff like that. And then I've been having to spawn him way in the back, and then like my uh, like any tank way up front, and just hope for the best <laughs> that yeah. they don't catch up too quickly. Yeah, I definitely can see Flame Waker being a bit more utilized against his new leader because he's almost the perfect counter to what's happening there. Uh, oh, there we go. Fields is already um, come up with a good idea. Get a million Murlocs stuck behind Core Hounds because they're big, fat, and slow. It still dies. No, they just push the Core Hound. Still dies to Flame Waker. And but... they'll push the Core Hound too, so the Core Hounds will be fast now. <laughs> oh, um, before we move on, Spanner. Uh, for those astute observers that have seen the XP bar, there might be a change there. Yes. Um, the XP looks a bit less to... Um, at level 25, it should be probably something around 20-something thousand or 40,000. But, um, yeah. 
um, potentially the XP amounts to level up have been reduced unless there is some variables in action that we are not aware of. But that's what it looks like. Um, yeah, we hope so. Because right now it, it takes forever to actually reach Onyxia. So this will probably help a bit in terms of player retention because there is not a massive gap in between 65 skulls and, on and Onyxia. And from Trixie's experience, um, just so people don't get super excited that already have played a lot, um, it doesn't look like it's retroactively uh, changed. It's only a new change going forwards. Okay. So, uh, my my lord there, how many more looks can I get on my phone screen before it melts down? <laughs> oh, God. We'll see, we'll see. Right, so as you can see there in the bottom of the screen, you see there is a new name for a Harpy's Talent. It looks like they didn't have time there to uh, put a little space in between the two words and let... Um, unless that's supposed to be one word. I don't think so. Uh, so based on the name, what do you guys think it is the the new talent there? The the wording on it? What? So the new so... talent is called Infectious <laughs> Swipes. And us picking up there's no space between the two uh, words there, I think is a... Uh, well, pat, pat on our own backs there for being beta testers and finding a bug or inconsistency so, like wrong. While people guess what that's going to do, I did some quick testing because um, we, we have we mentioned how Valor's changed PvP levels, I believe, already? Uh, yes. Yeah, briefly, yeah. So I tested it with a unit with three talents and max valor slots and he didn't go to level seven he is at level six still so it looks like six is the cap for pvp talents that would make sense in the current uh like so you can't um, oh yeah, i have a are. unit with three talents it's level seven it's just better than everything else no so that's yeah i think that, that was make, a very smart choice that would make sense until they get all the third talents out for every mini so we have the uh, mini Manlo uh, Harpies have poison. Uh, fields it there. Uh, I, I think I'm not going to even read. <laughs> uh, Soul River uh, with uh, an interesting <laughs> Soul River with an interesting idea reduced uh, healing. That's that will be very very good. Um, but the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, mini Manlo is correct. So no, Harpies now can have poison with the talent um let us know about your opinions do you think this is stronger than the ability to mine so instinctively gore and trixie let's let's say i'll i'll start myself i think i would probably still use the mining because i don't think the harpies survive long enough in many situations to actually apply many stacks of poison i know it will obviously increase the dps uh, to some some degree but I personally will still be using mining if I use the harpies. What about you guys? I um, I think depends on the map. I think for PvP, mining is going to be the way to go. However, maybe some levels in PvE that not a good mining options on the map, really, I think could be very powerful combined with some other poisons like maybe Hogger. With this and then the bombarder, I I could see this taking out some units very quick, or taking out some bosses very quickly. Mm. Uh, Goro, um, 
Yeah, I can. Okay, so here's what happens if you run Defilus Bandits with the Poison Talent and Harpies with the Poison Talent. You're stunning the target and applying poison with pretty quick attacks, and then you have Harpies just melting. Um, even with their damage reduction, they're still going to melt um, unarmored targets, and now the poison will stack really quick. Yeah. So that's a four gold cost defense for basically. You know, you're going to melt like Molten Giant or Core Hounds really fast that way mm. if they're not protected. Yeah. And good point there from uh, Mini Manlo. Div as well with a good point. Uh, Mini Manlo said he's three of them. So that's three stacks of poison very quickly. And they attack very fast anyway, the Harpies. So, yeah, so I, yes, I, I prefer mining, but um, if the poison damage is ridiculously strong, then I will obviously change my mind. But. As we mentioned before, if you can counteract uh, Harpies with a simple Chain Lightning, we have to see what actually works um, in the that battlefield. That is a good pickup by Fieldsy there. Um, mm. They used to be 3 gold, but now it's saying 4 gold. Trixie, can you cycle through the different talents and tell us if the mining... Yeah, let me check. I think... I think it's showing four gold because I have the mining talent selected. I haven't bought the infectious talent yet, so I think that's why it's still showing that. Let me go see yeah, what yeah. I can pull up. Yeah, you look the same right. Yeah, yes. it, it looks like the it looks like the frame is highlighted on the trinket collectors there. Yeah, because the trinket collector in the top mm -hmm. right is showing as a selected talent. Yeah, let mm -hmm. me boot her up and go check a look real quick. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The, yeah, another comment. Yeah, so Rend, now Harpies are two gold cost with the poison talent. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, that is a good pick there. I hate to see that. Oh, God. Yeah, now, oh, more Rend. now we have uh, two gold cost Harpies with poison, so that's, uh, um, yeah, I mean... I just want them to bring Rend down a notch, but it's, it just doesn't seem to happen. There's always a positive. There's always a positive there for Rend. Remember five minutes ago, we're like, ah, oh, Morkai is going to counter Rend. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Uh, well, Harpies would die to the Makai because he's AoE. Yeah. All right, let me <laughs> check a look. All right, so while. Uh, yeah, so it is three gold. Oh! They've also changed the other talent as well, I just noticed. Unless this is... Did they used to be called Talon Dive? Okay. So now it has the talent on the right, Talon Dive. Deal double damage on the first attack. It used to be every third attack. Yeah, now it's just the first attack. Oh. Interesting. That's a bit... Okay. So uh, obviously there, there might be some changes in the game that we didn't pick up yet. Uh, by virtue of the limited time to test but what we will do guys is um, in the next podcast next week we will highlight every new change in patch 0.9.4 that we were able to find throughout the week and were not identified yet if there isn't patch notes by then yeah exactly which hopefully there will be patch notes so I'm now sure will be <laughs> So now, if you gents are okay with it, we're gonna move ahead. Um, and yep. Smoke Bomb had a change there. Here uh, now, it's after the changes we did find. <laughs> so, 
Smoke Bomb now has a Strangers in the Night talent. Effects uh, apply to enemies as well. So when we fought, uh, when I personally thought about this initially, the first thing that came to my mind was a way to neutralize the disruption of the enemy quillbore. Uh, so if you put this on the enemy quillbore, your units will stop focusing him and actually kill the other ones that your opponent is trying to try to keep alive. But um, but Gora actually came with a more intelligent uh, usage for the smoke bomb. Um, and can you explain, please, uh, Gora? I wouldn't say more intelligent. I could do like <laughs> the uh, cool ball counter to stop re turning render around. Um, <laughs> my idea was based on the new uh, leader, uh, Old Merkai, because he's fast and spawns all the extra Murlocs, which are also fast. Uh, because they move so fast, you smoke bomb your Murloc pack, who then run through the enemy units. They get to the enemy tower and kill it, while the enemy slow minis are still walking up to your tower. You then have time to deploy defensive minis at your tower location. And meanwhile, the enemy has lost their tower and probably have their barracks being pushed in. Okay. That's, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, something else as well that soldiers brought in. It's a good idea as well. You can prevent well pegs from being targeted. So that um, is extremely that is strong. So dirty. Yeah. So what is smoke bomb one gold cost, isn't it? Yeah, one gold cost. So let's say, for See? example, uh, if you have a, a Drakisaf coming on his own, uh, and the opponent places a bunch of eggs near you, uh, you can. A smoke bomb DX and to just give you an extra few seconds to put some support next to Drakisaf to actually prevent you from losing a 5 gold cost unit without a chance to counter DX. So what do you guys oh. think about that? Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, so if you place Drak in a lane, he then starts walking up, your enemy sees that, they play whelp eggs in front of their tower. Instead of Drac then hitting the whelp eggs and spawning them, killing him before he can kill the tower. He now kills the tower. Then once he's done with the tower, the whelp eggs will be not in smoke bomb, so then he'll attack them. Which will give you time to back him up with a ranged yeah. unit to deal with exactly. the whelp eggs. Say, like Pyromancer would be a great pick. Yeah, so... Um... Once again, it looks to me they are adding some little nuances that make make the game a bit higher ceiling. All these little things, I think. Um, even the quill board was a bit of tech that people didn't even think about initially in the game. Then Fieldsy started to come out and started to say, the best counter to my Ren deck is if you put a quill board. Uh, and people were like, what? People didn't really get it in the beginning, but then they started to realize the misdirection component. And all these little things, like now the usage of the smoke bomb, they make this game way, way more complex than it meets the eye in the beginning. So I like to see these changes, and I'd, I'd like to see the direction that the game is taking to cater for a, a bit more skilled players like Fieldsy and others out there. It's good to know, keep people interested in the game, and always give them a little bit of room to, to improve their gameplay. And um, so we have a few more interesting things. Um, 
Gora, take us through the next one, please. Okay, so uh, Living Bomb in the last patch was changed from 5 gold to 6 gold, and then in this patch they've changed one of the talents. The new talent is called Chain Reaction. Uh, the splash damage inflicts Living Bomb. So from what Trixie quickly tested uh, for us that we could see, the he had the map with the centaurs on it, and at the top with the center boss you have uh, all the other minis around him that wait there until you take out the three centaurs and the big wave pushes down. If you cast Living Bomb on one side of those minis, it actually ends up destroying all the minis and taking a good chunk of that boss's health off. Uh, so this seems to work where the minis will then take get Living Bomb, uh, in the cast radius. As they detonate, they cast Living Bomb on the mini uh, outside of the radius, but the splash damage hits them, uh, which then kills them. And then they splash and kills the minis further out again. Uh, so it seems to be like it could work more like Chain Lightning does and keep casting down a line so we'll have to do some testing on this but uh, i'm gonna do a quick yeah. run through all the units and see if i can find any new talents because i just found another one that's actually very interesting oh, all right okay. this is gonna be good oh cool all right. um, Exciting. Yeah. so living bomb is normally not played uh i know myself and fieldsy for sure and i think a few others in the guild uh play living bomb just to do the uh, Deadmines dungeon, dungeon, dungeon yeah. for the cookie fight where he spawns a ungodly amount of <laughs> strong minis on yeah. one side. Yeah. <laughs> a living bomb is just really good for stopping that wave in its tracks. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if more players are willing to take such a high cost spell into PvP. Because you do play it once, you do wipe out a lot of gold on the enemy team, but you also don't have anything left to show after that. There's no mini walking up the lane to then start putting pressure on them. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a gamble there. It's personally is not for me, leaving bomb, even with this change, but, you know, um, we'll see with a bit more testing what's going to happen there. Uh, if, if you have any more queries... There was a question there about Living Bomb. Uh, Burn Casal was asking, there is no countdown though. It's an instantaneous jump. So I don't know. Yeah. That's so what it looks like. It looks like the initial like. explosion and then it goes boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. That's what it is. <laughs> because, yeah, uh, on that map, uh, which is a good way to test the new Living Bomb talent, I think. Oh. Them, even though that Trixie cast on uh, the right-hand side minis and the far left was so far away from the initial cast radius, it still died. Um, I think it was like a vulture, maybe, on the far left. I believe. Um, so it's going to die to, you know, a sneeze. Um, <laughs> but it, it indicates that the damage does travel a long way as long as there's minis all in a row. So it might... Maybe Living Bomb will be a bad idea for uh, players to 
play against where they sort of like dribble minis out. Maybe Baron will be a bit more harder hit by this with the auto spawning scallies will create a, a chain link to get between two groups of minis. It'll be yeah. interesting to see. One thing as well, I just realized that it's a bit cumbersome to be saying old Markai. So on in this podcast right now, we just coined the term Marki. So from now on, we expect the community to refer to this leader as so, Marky, okay? So I, I would I would say just call him Murky because Murky is a completely different unit inside the Warcraft game. So oh, okay. We'll probably all right, see all right. Murky one day because Murky is in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Okay. So ironically, Murky has a similar ability to Old Murky, which is but the Murlocs only do so many things. Okay. So I stand corrected. It should be Murky there. No Thank you Hopefully for Hopefully we do actually see Murky as a mini or leader in the game. That would be good fun, I reckon. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting me know about that. Um Are you gents happy to proceed? Because I'm sure they saw the name Kane Bloodhoof. Yes. Let's, let's get onto a juicy leader change here. Alright. So so... I found two more talents and I just sent them to you, Spanner, if you want to try to add them later. Okay, so one of them I'm pretty excited about. So while you gentlemen discuss Cairn, I'm gonna try to bring the the next images here. So I leave you to it. All right. So uh, this was actually a I remember reading a, a a talent suggestion from one of the community people. Uh, I can't remember who, unfortunately. Um, but their idea was that on death, Cain uh, revives himself and keeps going and they have added it into the game so the talent suggestions are definitely making an impact um so i think keep them coming everyone um you know the more minds putting in suggestions the better and some of the community suggestions are certainly out of the box mm -hmm. and really fun to read and see and it's even better to see the devs actually reading this and then thinking oh this is a good idea let's implement it into the game so Absolutely. the new talent is reincarnation after death resurrects at 30 percent health once i think um playing again this sort of uh will play so if you play the shaman who is a healer and a horde unit um shaman will be getting the extra 20 percent health from Kane's uh, leader ability and will be able to heal up Kane if he resurrects from his 30% yeah. health. It yeah. might be worth running Holy Nova too. Exactly. That will, if he resurrects, if Kane resurrects, you pop him with a Holy Nova. As soon as that happens, he gets his um, heal and either he can run the uh, heal over time ability to give him more health back. Or you can run him with armor and resistance to make sure he survives for a bit longer. Yeah. So as Div says there, um, he's not fully confident that 30% is enough to warrant utilization. Um, but the, the thing is, now you're, as uh, it was mentioned there by Gora and Trixie, uh, there are sources of healing to top up that bar. And now your shaman has 20% more health, for example apart from Holy Nova and all that. So it is more likely that your Shaman will survive enough to be there to help top up that health bar. Um, probably 50% will be a bit too good. So I think 
uh, by instinct, I think 30% it's okay because um, Kane has way more health than the one of the Harvest Golem's health bars. So I think that's probably enough to get that topped up a lot of times. Um, anybody wants to discuss this further? Um, just I don't comment. think there's a lot more to add to that. Do you have something, Gora? Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, uh, is it Barn Cuskell? Again, his comment. Good thing to see the Blizzard going back and reinforcing roots from historical characters. And I can't uh, agree more. Uh, it's definitely going to be a... The more nostalgia hits, I think, the better for this game, for sure. Yeah. Some people don't know probably much about who Karen Bloodwolf, uh, Bloodwolf is, but he is a pivotal um, character in the game. He was so important that he was actually the character they chose to award players with the Lord Master Tabard in the game, which is one of the hardest things to accomplish in terms of achievements in World of Warcraft and requires extreme amounts of dedications from the players. Uh, so it is nice to see a character like him being recognized in the game and being brought a bit more up in terms of uh, stats and power so people start to actually use him a bit more. Um, so if everyone is okay with that, we're going to keep moving ahead. And uh, as soon as you guys can see what's on the screen, I'm sure that the vast majority of the community is itching to know more about it. Um, and yeah, there is a talent overhaul here uh, or or a talent addition there. So Trixie, what, what happened there with Tyrion? Looks like Tyrion has a talent called Lay on Hands. On death, automatically heal one nearby alley to full health. Yeah, so you better hope he's next to someone with a lot of health or the Murloc just got a little bit of health. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. you, well, so once again uh, once again, the development team is reinforcing the idea that Tyrion should be played with the beefy units around him. Which makes total sense, so you make use of that heal as much as possible. Uh, healing is a very overpowered mechanic, and now, um, instead of focusing on his own survivability with the bubble, Tyrion is now shifting focus to keep the the... A beefy unit next to him alive. So, Gora, do you see people changing from the bubble talent to this one, uh, or do you think that the bubble talent will still be the the meta? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, so, I do like the bubble talent. Uh, it can be countered by uh, very hard hitting heroes like Drac. Drac will kill Terran in like two hits, and so the bubble won't even pop. Mm -hmm. Uh, ben Casco again with a great point. Uh, I think it's, it's the same thing that I thought as well. I think it's important that the AI selection on the Lay on Hands heal needs to be the most value target. So if you have a uh, Malak Tidehunter with half health and a Molten Giant with half health, who does it target if Tyrion dies? If it targets the Murloc just because it's closer to Tyrion than the uh, Molten Giant, I don't think anyone will reuse it um, because it would be really, really hard to try and get to use, um, I think. Uh, but if it targets the target with the most value, 
well, like the most health to gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that will definitely be a contender to be run with. I think um, another. Yep. So- sorry, sorry, but apologies. I think the game is trying not to hold your hand too much, uh, even though it's called lay on hands. So what I think here is that the game is trying to reward you since it's such a big thing. If you, for example, full healer or almost full healer, molten giant, is so impactful that the game is trying to reward you based on your timing and positioning. So I, I'm very happy with this talent as it is, because now your skill as a be able to uh, predict the kinetic movement of the units on the battlefield and where things will be in a certain 10 seconds in the future and all this, this skill will be rewarded with this sort of talent. So personally, I'm very happy with it. I hope they keep it as it is rather than use, making the AI healing the most value unit. But I, I don't know if I'm going to be in the minority here, but I'm happy with the way this talent was created. Maybe the idea would be to run one uh, tank, like a, bo- a bomb or molten giant, and mm-hmm. uh, then everything else is ranged. Yeah. And yeah, that way, that Tyrion, because he's melee, he's going to be up next to the other tank. That will make yeah, that will make sense to me. I mean, it will it will definitely oh. yeah. Go on. Uh, no, that wouldn't synergize. I was thinking because uh, Molten Giant has the Taunt talent, but you want Tyrion to die before the Molten Giant does. Mm-hmm. But you don't want the Molten Tyrion to die first because then the Molten Giant hasn't taken any damage really. Yeah. So now you well, need to start. Would... Yeah. So now you need to start thinking. Do you want that Drake on top of Tyrion? Uh, do you want to start to take into account more ra- uh, the, how much is the exact range of the units? So now, for example, Dark Spear uh, Troll becomes a bit more valuable in that if you are using that talent because he's far away enough, uh, or the flame or the fire hammer is far away enough to be less likely to be the one that is healed. Uh, the, this game diversity this talent. Um, Combinations now diversify the different usage of tanks that you put together with Tyrion there. If uh, now the footman will not fit in this system, um, so you have to you you know you have to use the, the fortification talent instead. But if you want to put something more like a quill board playing together with Tyrion, probably now you're going to focus more on the bubble. So it is allowing you to have. A multitude of different types of tanks uh, together with Tyrion or focus on the Tyrion himself to take the burden. So I really like what happened here with Tyrion and I think it was a really good idea. I like this. I can uh, yeah. my Tyrion build would either be Footman uh, because he heals all of them with the fortification talent um, mm-hmm. or with Abomination. Now Abomination is 6 gold cost um, big tanky dude and uh, with the abomination changes of hooking in a ranged unit and his 50% and 0% health um, talent where he stuns an AOE around him for 5 seconds uh, this could be really strong yeah, um, sure. you play a flame waker to you know deal a lot of damage to the ground units to Tyrion and A-bomb uh, well first off flame waker is going to be hooked in uh, but if he doesn't, because you run uh, some like 
cheap trash ranged units to try and save your powerful ranged unit. Uh, you know, uh, a bomb and Tyrion will take damage. Hopefully, the stun will go off at 50%. Then Tyrion will die. Will heal a bomb back to full, mm -hmm. and then, you know, uh, the a bomb will then stun again at 50% health. Yep. So there could be Yikes. some good synergy there. Yes, Trixie. I said, no, I was just saying, yikes, that's oh, okay. quite, it's, it's expensive combination, but if you get it off, it could be very devastating. Yeah. And Div there as well, with a good observation, uh, I'm scared with Tyrion with Gargoyle now, because Gargoyle, oh, yes. Gargoyle will be right on top of Tyrion in uh, next to uh, uh, the barracks, if they both get there. So good luck to whoever is defending that, because... That's another <laughs> good combo, yeah. Very, very good pickup there. Yeah. Um, I believe A-Bomb has the highest health in the game too. I think so as well. I think yeah. so as well. Uh, I thought Molten Giant had the most. I think Molten is Giant -bomb? has if somebody, armored. If somebody can confirm. I don't think they will be too far off each other. And it will be one of them too for sure. The unit with most yeah, they're, health. They're very large. Yeah. I'm just going to check uh, um, say, uh, on arclikebase.com. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a great amount of information on there about all the minis leaders they got a building page to make your own builds up um so just gonna have a quick look Do you want, so uh, black rock so while gora is checking that info i just added to the screen an image of the uh, stats of old old uh, markai so markai at level 24 sadly we don't have the base stats here right now but i'm sure that they will uh, sooner rather than later added to arclightbase.com by the way if you haven't bookmarked them yet do so uh, you will find yourself using their website quite a lot arclightbase.com one where they are friends of our guild and friends of our um, podcast and uh, Gora will let us know when he's ready to come back on yep. that um, okay so Molten Giant is a six gold cost tank has base level at level one 2500 health the abomination another six gold cost uh tank has 2900 health so a fair bit more wow yeah okay it's good good to know so as you can see on the screen there you can see that the <clears throat> native traits for uh, markai are ranged uh, aoe fast and elemental so uh, I'm actually surprised because for some reason I thought this will be a physical damage unit. So I'm not sure if I was the only one that wrongly assumed that or not. Um, well, I think he's throwing a magical fish. Yeah, he, th he throws the eel that bounces around shooting in like, like electrical damage. Okay. I don't know why for some reason I, I just thought it was physical damage. Uh, we have uh, more more info on Living Bomb that uh, Trixie just fished for us. Uh, we have there a talent uh, called uh, Ruin. Affects allies and enemies alike. <laughs> oh, I love this. Right, so... This is spicy. Right, I cannot... I probably need a few more seconds than you i didn't identify immediately the uses for this so 
any any uh, yeah i haven't tested it to, to see if it damages my own allies i'm trying to get some gold right now to buy it um don't does it, was it would it damage your own allies yeah i think yes it would be from the sounds of that okay so what you do is you play chickens <laughs> hear me out you play chickens you play chickens oh, just good. just before they make contact with the enemy um wave you put living bomb down which has quite a large cast radius right because there's so many chickens as they get killed by the enemies there's more explosions more explosions more damage more damage more death on the enemy team this could be a interesting and fun niche way to destroy uh like snowball builds where you play like core hounds and shaman together okay Tyrion. that's still a seven gold investment it's a seven gold investment but if you take out Tyrion in core hounds or Tyrion in a bomb that's 10 gold plus a ranged mini to back them up that's you're looking at 12 gold minimum true this this is just a super spicy I, fun niche I, thing and i, love I wonder what would happen if you use living the other the other living bomb talents where it affect where it creates like it splashes if they use cheat death if it would just bounce forever oh i and thought just, of saying good jaina living bomb cheat death you play Jaina, who then increases the spell um, power of uh -huh. all spells while she's on the field. Yeah. You then spawn chickens, and the chi uh, you living bomb the chickens and enemies as they meet. Yeah. And then it's, as soon as you place living bomb down, you place a uh, cheat death. What? Your chickens all survive on one HP. I don't know if that's going to be much of a use with chickens. Uh, but all the enemies will blow up. So you could then use maybe Murloc Tidehunters or Footmen okay. or some other cheap squad units. Raptors maybe. Raptors, Chickens with Snacrifice, okay. Living Bomb, Cheat Death and Jaina. Okay. So uh, how long? Uh, it's two seconds, isn't it? For the Living Bomb to explode. Yes. So this means to be on the safe side, you can actually play cheat death first and then immediately after leaving bomb to make sure that um, if you put leaving bomb first, you can always take the risk of being killed in a fraction of the second after. So if you put if you put cheat death first, yes, true. it you makes maybe then you are sure that you didn't waste your cheat death. Yeah. Okay. This, this could be fun. Uh, I wonder how much damage you could get with Jaina and Living Bomb now. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Yike. Maybe, maybe this could be the new way of um, doing Deadmines super high level. Yeah, yeah this... Uh, I can see... Yeah. I can see exactly now the, the scenario and... Uh, I think somebody is going to come up with something extremely OP with this and... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, uh, if this will remain in the game in this exact conditions it seems like it can be exploited to cheese a lot of things <laughs> so we'll see what's gonna happen um yeah so moving ahead we have another change here that trixie was able to uh, catch there which is uh, regarding the huntress so 
we always thought there was this mechanic of the hunters making use of the frost damage but we haven't really seen it being utilized to great impact so i think that's the reason why they changed it and as you can see here now the huntress has a talent called elven might which um, replaced the old one uh, was it uh i forgot the name glacial blades or something like something frozen glaives or something like yeah, that yeah frozen glaives uh and ice now, glaives I, okay and now is more straightforward is the deal 50% additional damage to the initial target so um it's quite strong um because you, if you have like a, a tank in front while the hunters is alive it will be constantly hitting that uh, first unit for 50% am i correct here yes yes uh so i think i uh a while ago um one of my talent ideas for the huntress was to have a talent so it does increase damage to the primary target mm -hmm. uh reduce damage to the second target and then even more reduced damage to the third target so it's a sort of like a variation of this i think this is a slightly stronger version um i think this is a great change for huntress um, we don't see her played too much yeah, by players, but we see her played quite a bit by the AI. Um, definitely provides her with some more single target damage on the primary. So if you play a big high cost tank, uh, she will be more effective at taking out that tank while also bouncing to the support units around that high cost tank. Yeah. So I think I think it's uh, it makes it more viable. I actually think this is way better than the six target one, because the six target one it's very strong but is not used very very often. Uh, probably now with the Markai, the the one that hits six targets, it's a bit more useful because the a it, lot more useful I think, yeah. especially as you got Raptors now being more mm -hmm. of them. Yep. Yeah. And chickens um, with the new living bomb Jaina meta that I just came up with. <laughs> but uh, obviously, if you're playing something like a Tyrion with beefier units, uh, only one or two units in the battlefield, then obviously the new talent is a bit better there. And I think we are we reach now the end of the identified changes so far. I hope all that I've seen. I don't. I don't know if some are. I've just either looked over or it's just they changed it slightly or something like that. So yeah, uh, Trixie will surely update us in the near future with uh, anything else that comes out. We'll probably have some info by Blizzard themselves, and with a bit of luck, these changes will also be available in the Android version in the near future. Uh, we are now quickly approaching the two hours on the in the podcast and the stream. Uh, let us know. You have a few more minutes to let us know in chat if there's anything that wasn't clear about the changes. We will do our best to try to respond, even if we have to speculate just a little bit. Um, and uh, before we go to our goodbyes there, uh, Gora, is there anything you want to add regarding any of the changes uh, discussed in a, in this podcast? Uh, 
I think all the changes look really good. Uh, the new leader is definitely, again, unique. Uh, brings his own flavor to the game. It'd be interesting to see what the community comes up with and builds with him. Um, and as was mentioned before uh, in the chat, you know, uh, they're going to be running a full bombard team now to counter old Murkai. <laughs> yeah. Um, for sure. What about you, Trixie? Um, what's your overview on, on the changes? I really like it. This really makes a uh, PvP a lot more interesting to play, makes it more engaging. Before, PvP was just honestly kind of a, a weird slog. It feels like now there's... They've also added a few new bots I've run into. Um, one of the bots actually... I don't know if it's all the bots or just this one in particular, but it actually had a talent on mm -hmm. his um, uh, Harvest Golem. Oh, so I don't know sweet. if they're trying to add just stronger bots in general. Which um, talent was it? The tent, the stun one. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, like units have getting stunned. I'm like, I'm fighting a bot. What's going on? <laughs> and then I realized, oh, that's not a that's a bot. That's not a person. Oh no. Um, that's good to see. That will spice things up when you don't. I haven't run into them in a while. It looks like the bot all had all of his units at level four, so it, I guess trying to mix it up a bit i've been trying to play and trying to see what else i can run into but nothing else has come up but you no, know, the new pvp is very exciting something really you know to work towards especially since leveling units in general is you know a bit of a slog this makes it feel a little bit you know not as bad you definitely have to have a decent valor team now for pvp but the difference between maybe level you know five and six isn't horrible as long as you have a few Valor slots. This is a very, very, very good patch. Yeah. I also, I also, I'm also very happy with everything I've seen. And uh, I am very, very positive about the game. And it looks like they are moving at a surprising speed in the background. Um, I, I didn't have any clue that they were going so fast in terms of development in the game. But... Um, who knows, maybe the game will be out a bit earlier than people are expecting. Uh, I can see a lot of positivity um, in the near future regarding the game. Um, uh, so it's been, what, two weeks? It's the last patch? Yeah. So, so in, uh, uh, now I'm expecting Blizzard, okay, uh, that the raids uh, will be out in two more weeks, and then after another <laughs> two weeks, co-op will be introduced into the game. <laughs> well... Um, we'll have to wait and see. So, Div, the uh, sorry, go on, Gore. Okay, I think the this update will definitely keep us more interested with the PvP changes and how they implemented and uh, it changing every day, and then the seasons being two weeks. I think two weeks is a good fit for yeah. this type of game. So, uh, I think uh, I can speak on behalf of the hosting the podcast a big thumbs up for to blizzard for um such positive changes there very interesting uh, also again a thank you for allowing us to reveal this on on our podcast before it's even advertised themselves on um, blizzard so we appreciate the vote of confidence and the kindness of allowing us to do that yeah gora uh, lead us to the to the end of the podcast please 
All right, thanks uh, everyone for tuning in and, uh, you know, getting through this extra long podcast. And yeah, please uh, like, comment, subscribe, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, thumbs up uh, if you're listening on or however we do it on the other podcast channels and the streaming services for that. And yep. Yeah, uh, so we just got a quick comment, Sishan. Um, hello, what's the news? Uh, so there's a new patch, it's 0.9.4 that's out. Uh, it comes with a new leader called Old Merkai, who is a swarm leader. Uh, there is PvP changes, um, which spices things up a lot. And there's been some talent changes and a few added in as well for other leaders. Uh, Tyrion and Kane have been changed. Um, yep, uh, this will be um, up on YouTube and as a podcast on various other websites so you can listen back and go through the whole lot. We also covered the uh, last of the patch notes of 0.9.3 that we didn't get through the other week. Yeah, she's on uh, no, no release date yet, but don't worry. I w- you, you will know it very well. As soon as it comes out, there will be like a a snowball of comments everywhere about it so i am sure you won't you won't miss it when it comes out That's yeah there'll be there'll be there'll, it'll be it'll be known very quickly to a lot of people um spanner uh so on release you're gonna uh, do yourself and do a 48 hour stream yeah oh yeah so i'm gonna uh <laughs> so i'm actually uh maybe i'm just being too uh, overrating my own abilities or being too naive about reality but i will take two weeks of work and i plan to i'm, I'm really going for world first in terms of six uh, in terms of 65 skulls i know there are more skilled players out there but uh, you know you know the story about the turtle and the and the fox or the hare so we'll see it could translate to this game as well Fields is going to have 65 skulls before even release happens somehow. <laughs> just comes with the game. Let's hope that the soft launch doesn't screw us all with, and that the guild can play together, everyone at the start. The rabbit, yeah, actually, the rabbit, yeah. Turtle and the rabbit. One extra change um, was there is also now PvP rewards for ranking up in the new ranking system. Yeah. So... There's only one way to find out. Just rewatch this podcast, and uh, and you'll find. Especially the the second part of the podcast is the more juicy one because it's about the very latest news that we just found out yesterday. Um, or well, today, depending on which times yeah, I'm in. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Gora. Yeah. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Spanner Trixie, any final words? I think that's it. I'm just, you know, very happy and excited. We got such a fun patch happening. This, uh, you know, good things always on the horizon, especially it looks like there's either a coincidence that we've had two back-to-back patches or maybe they're really starting to go full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. Very, this is a very good patch in a very good direction. Uh, just to answer to Soul River, Soul River, I don't think we have this knowledge yet. Um, we... we uh, Trixie didn't have an opportunity to face many real players or anything like that, so we can't really. So I, yeah. I have a, a kind of an answer to that okay. from what I've. So let me just reread it. So from what I've seen, it's 
matchmaking is still random where it's just going to grab someone in there and the levels are just based on your units if you have talents and valor essentially slotted them i've gone and fought i fought someone earlier and just lost horribly it was a ren player but he you know he had a level six you know ren obviously with all his talents and valor so it was a level six ren he had a couple level five units and then a level one gargoyle so he he was just he had a gargoyle with no talents and no valor, but it was still level one gargoyle and it still hit really hard. So it looks like matchmaking is still just oh, there's two people who want to play PvP, let's slap them together. Yeah, because uh, currently, especially only iOS, only we have a very very short amount of players with iOS access to the game. So probably Trixie was matched against the only other player that was online. Uh, and that's why the matchmaking look a bit silly. Uh, we will have to have more players online to actually see if this matchmaking already applies to the current content or if it's coming a bit later. Um, and to kind of add a little more to your question, Sol, I tested it out. The max level is six because I have I got a, Car a Karen. I bought the all three talents and then I threw him out and he was, you know, level six yeah. so potentially will be seven once we have three talents and three um, valor levels there no, no i have all three talents with him oh and he's still six he is still six looks like it's as of as of this recording it is capped at six i wonder why seems a bit okay there is a there is a the current modifier is every time you every time you other time you play your leader it goes up a level but it start he started at six Okay. I believe the idea of capped at six is because there's still a lot of minis that only have two talents and not three. And this is to make sure that players just don't run a team of three talented minis currently in this 0.9.4 build and have an extra level across the board against people that aren't running those particular minis. That will make a lot of sense and that will show good awareness uh, from the uh, war team to actually do that it um yeah yeah that's a great idea yeah like perfect mm -hmm. i think most people should be able to get two talents and their valor slots on a team or two by now especially for those that have had access uh, the longest and we just have to wait and see how it plays out with people having talents and valors and not having them and mix and matches so yeah yeah so lando just watch the podcast we we can't really be repeating the same message every two minutes when somebody else comes in yeah. uh with all due respect uh, i hope you don't mind um yes real, real quick for him <laughs> uh pvp changes new pvp changes um new talents uh added change talents new leader okay uh yes the game is in beta um and it's a closed beta at the moment all right, so all I have to say, thank you uh, to Trixie and Gore for being such a good, uh, reliable, uh, knowledgeable, uh, hardworking hosts and for making this podcast great. And it's really good to work together with them. And I appreciate their efforts every single week. So... I think so we'll probably call here. I know you have to go get in your uh, costume for later. Yeah. Right, so I'm just waiting for Gore since he's the main man. Uh, <laughs> yep. Thanks everyone again for tuning in, and 
Yep, can't wait to get my hands on this patch. Super jealous of Trixie. Never thought I'd be uh, jealous of someone that owned an Apple phone. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> the long uh, con. We cannot make fun of him for like a week, but then we'll start again soon. Um, <laughs> hi everyone, thanks for uh, coming check the stream and uh, have a fantastic day. Remember, in 2 hours 20 minutes, we will be back here and I will be doing a 24-hour stream. So, thanks for spending time with us and have a great day. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everyone. Catches.